Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, resident Star Wars geek, with another podcast. A quick and non-spoilery review for The Mandalorian Episode 5, or Chapter 5. This is a Star Wars fan's dream, as I've said in previous podcasts. They are hitting all the right notes. Matter of fact, they probably hit too many of the right notes in this episode. This episode is dripping with callbacks and references to all the Star Wars universe and the original movies. I absolutely loved it. My biggest complaint now is ongoing. Why are the episodes so freaking short? It was 41 minutes with credits. And that just tells me that down the road, they're going to put this on broadcast TV because that is about how long an hour-long TV show runs without its commercial load. So with that being said, it's a near-perfect episode. Like the last one, it could be a standalone episode, although it does lead to further things, starts a few more questions. Who is that person at the very end that we only see from the waist down? Um... It was really good. It's called The Gunslinger, and you think that's a reference to our Mandalorian friend Mando, but it's probably a reference to the guest star of this episode, a uh, amateur, not-too-bright bounty hunter who's trying to get into the guild. Uh, where the episode takes place, who they run into, I'm not getting into spoilers. If you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to love every freaking minute of this episode. Uh, again, The Mandalorian proves itself as a worthy drama, a worthy TV show, and a worthy addition to the Star Wars universe. I love the guest stars. I really don't have enough great things to say about this show. I can't wait for them to finish up the nine episodes for me to just rewatch the whole thing in one or two sittings, just because it, it it's becoming one nice story that would have made a great movie. Well, they would have cut a, a few of these things out for a movie, I guess. But this is long-form television at its best, and I wish they had decided to make more than nine episodes. This can continue, and I know they're working on the second season already, but really... Didn't they know what they had? This is so good. I was wondering when I did my review earlier of the new Netflix show, why we're only getting nine and ten episodes of seasons. Seasons used to be 26 episodes, whether they were half hours or 60 minutes. And now that we've gone to streaming formats and, and HBO and Amazon Prime and those types of services creating TV shows, we're getting a lot of eight and 10 episode shows. And some shows that's great for that the story is not a, doesn't need to be 26 episodes long. But when you have something as good as The Mandalorian, why aren't they making 20, 24, 26 episodes? Uh, I mean, if they're eventually planning to put this on broadcast TV, which is what the length reminds me of, the reason why TV shows were 26 episodes in, in the old seasons was because that was half a year, uh, you know, one a week for half a year. And now with streaming services kind of taking over TV shows, because let's be honest, who's watching a whole lot of broadcast TV these days? The television on the streaming networks are so good. Uh, I haven't turned on CBS, ABC or NBC in forever. 
I mean, really, uh, there's nothing there that piques my curiosity like these shows on the streaming services. So if you're a Star Wars fan, you're already hooked on The Mandalorian. I'm preaching to the choir here. If you haven't ponied up for Disney Plus and to watch The Mandalorian yet, I would do so immediately, or I would wait for four more weeks for them to finish up The Mandalorian and then use your seven-day trial or whatever to binge it, and then you'll decide. Because what they have coming down the pike with Marvel and more Mandalorian, and I assume there will be more TV, TV shows in the Star Wars universe too. There are so many stories to tell that could link into the movies that have been referenced. You know, there are casual references in all of the Star Wars movies that they don't go into that helped build that universe in our imaginations. And recently, J.J. Abrams said there are so many stories to be told. We don't need them all to be movies. They have finally proven that they can make a Star Wars television show that's well acted, well shot, feels like the movies, has great special effects, has a great story, great characters, which is what it's really all about. So I am thrilled with The Mandalorian, the first five episodes. I am sorry there's only four episodes left, but I can't wait to see them. I wait every Friday for my opportunity to watch a new episode, and I haven't felt like that about a TV show in years, decades, probably since The X-Files or Firefly. I mean, really. So kudos to all the people involved in The Mandalorian. They're really doing a great job. Check out Chapter 5. Tell me you don't love it. You still love Baby Yoda or the child, as we're going to start calling him, because that's that's really what he's called. We didn't get too much more information about him, but boy, we had a whole bunch of other Star Wars goodness in this episode. The Mandalorian, now streaming on Disney+. Plus. You should be watching. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com, where you can check out these podcasts, or please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play, or anywhere else that you get podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.